0: Welcome to the Follow Him Together podcast, where we just unpack, uh, myself, ministry leaders here at Central Pastors, unpack some of your big questions when it comes to following Jesus and your faith, whether you've been following Jesus for just a few days or you've been following Jesus for several years. There's just questions that we all have on our mind that we would love talked about, answered, and we're not claiming to know all the right answers, but yet we know we're better together and we'll always use the Bible as our foundation. And so we're just going to unpack some of those questions. And today, uh, before I introduce who we have with us, the big question is, why does God let bad things happen to good people? And this actually came not because somebody was um, questioning whether they wanted to believe in Jesus or not or had faith, but they were wondering... How do I answer this question? Like I still have a hard time. I think God's a good God. I believe God's a good God. He's done so much good in my life. But how do I help others understand and answer this question? So we're going to unpack that today. And to unpack that, I have, um, as always, um, Ariel coughing, Pastor Ariel, who's with us today, Hello. as my co-host. And then today we have our special guest. Pastor Edgar Lira, who leads our Central and Espanol movement um, across not only the Las Vegas Valley, but throughout Mexico and the online product that so many, I I can say hundreds of thousands of people Mm -hmm. view, right? Hundreds of thousands of people. Edgar has now been on the Central team just about as long as I have. How many years is it?
1: 13 years. I'm
0: going
2: to be in in April. I really like um, the story of how you ended up, on the central team, can you share that about the chat which one with Lori? The,
1: well, which, Is that the real one? Which one? Yeah, because I, I you know, I have That's one. The only one I've heard. Mike have a different one, <laughs> and uh, Maria probably have a different one, okay. and Lori have. So tell your
2: story then, because <laughs> maybe yeah, I haven't heard it.
1: No, I, I um, well, I was. Uh, well, I'm still. I'm a recording artist. I'm, I'm uh, but I was active doing tours, which I'm trying to do again this year yeah cool. uh, but uh so I was doing that for I don't know how many years 15 years we were we were being very successful but at some point uh God started stirring in our hearts to plant the church mm-hmm. we were living in Mexico City but in 2004 I think uh I don't know if you know this story but we had a, a car accident and one of the band members died
2: oh no the, I never the heard that
1: player. Have yeah, you heard that? No. Oh. So, and so in 2004 we have to stop for a couple of months. We were living in San Diego. We decided to move back to our hometown. And in that time, I came to Vegas 2004. So my sister was coming to Central. So in 2004 was the first time I came to Central. Yeah. And I came in, and I remember very vivid, you know, the, my experience. It was, like, it was so unreal. And 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 you have to to. Uh, Take note that I I traveled through all Latin America doing concerts. So I visited most of the mega churches everywhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But when I came into center, I was impressed. It was Jod preaching and he have he had a he had a big sign saying blink because it was talking about about oh, like money. Money blink. Yeah. <laughs> so so then after that visit, every year we came and we stayed here for probably month just to visit central during the summer so we came here uh we didn't know anybody we i thought okay they have something in spanish because it's amazing i didn't know that they didn't have anything mm-hmm. so but i was not like vegas it was so far away from me i it was it was you know i always thought of who who lives in vegas like it's, <laughs> it's one of the it's, it's a hole in the, the desert like it's a i don't know i never liked it and you know, I think God hear that and then I ended up here. So I was <laughs> like, cool. Yeah. You're so going there. You're going there. No, but <laughs> but uh so two thousand four and then in two thousand nine, five years later, we we're planning we were planning to, to plant the church in Mexico with all the artists that we were meeting, like secular artists, they didn't want to find a way. So and I thought, Okay, if I if I wanna plant a church I want to look like that church that I know. Mm. So at that point, Central started it online. I started following and then, but I didn't know it, it was brand new. So I was chatting and it was uh, uh Kurt urban. It was in the chat. It was Lori, but I didn't know anybody, you know? So I was chatting one day with Kurt and say, Hey, what time are your services? Because they're starting, starting, uh, uh, saying, we're going to start a Spanish speaking ministry. If you speak Spanish. So I asked them, Hey, what are you guys doing? And, I'm in Mexico City. I want to plumb the church here, but I want it to look like, but I, I was not thinking to associate, be associate with Central. I, I just wanted to learn how to do church. Mm. So Kurt sent me an email, a message, say, hey, this is, I am the expansion pastor. He was expansion pastor at that point. This is my email. This is my phone number. And I thought, okay, this is probably a 17-year-old <laughs> s- sending a message. Name <laughs> Kurt. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. So I, and then I have a missionary friend. I sent it to him. He was in, And and, you know, I say, "Hey, can you check if this guy is real?" Uh So, and he was uh, like, he was, he was the international head of a church planting organization. So, next thing I know, I I flew to Dallas to give a concert. So I landed. When I landed and turned my phone on, I had a message from Kurt. I had a message from from and I have a message from Lori. And I was like, "What (laughs) is the end of the world? What happened?" So, and so that that was kind of it. So I came. We talk, I share, you know, this is what I, it's in my heart, this is what we want to do. And they say, well, this is basically what God speaks us to do to mm. Central. It,
0: it, one of the, my favorite things when Edgar first got here is that um, because he is a successful artist as well, you know, uh, in Latin America, in the Spanish, Latin America.
1: In Espanol. Uh, yeah.
0: But I mean, still, <laughs> like, you, you know. Uh, yeah. No, so, well. But it, he would be introduced as um, – he's the he's like the John Mayer. No, that's a, like <laughs> a joke that <laughs> you that guys – Is that true? Well, no, that's a joke that, <laughs> that they – Mike like, made up. Yeah, like Mike, <laughs> no, he, Mike,
1: he, Mike had made up a lot of things like uh, his <laughs> Spanish. When he said, like, I speak Spanish, and then he ended up saying Taco Bell.
2: Like, come on,
1: Mike. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> The taco, it's a word, but taco and bell, it's in English, and then Taco Bell doesn't taste like a Mexican taco. So <laughs> like, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was always – He was always introduced as uh, the John Mayer of Latin America, which just always cracked me up. But to his point, uh, Edgar had invited me with his team uh, within his first couple of years here to go to Tacos El Gordo here in uh, Vegas Vegas and just experience a true, authentic um, Mexican meal. And while we were there, everybody kept coming up to the table and saying, are you Edgar? Lina? And I'm like, he that, is that, the John Mayer. That's of the, the, Latin okay, that, the to, be, to be honest, that only
1: happened when I'm around Nick or Mike. <laughs> Did you pay people? You pay yeah, people. I pay people. The no, no, Are you no, saying we, they
2: go to Central? No, and no, they, no. <laughs> and they no know. That,
1: that that's true. You know, we, you know, I don't know. But I think it's it's a God thing to impress you guys. That's
2: so <laughs> funny. So we
1: went to California. I went to California with Mike, and we were in, the, in this conference. And I promise you, like, five or six people came and we were waiting for a call. Oh, my gosh. So, hey, You're going to lead us. <laughs> yeah. So can you sign me now? Oh, my gosh. Like, John so. Mayer
0: of Latin America with us today. Uh,
2: uh, that's so funny. Well, so, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well,
0: should we? I mean, to, to start us. Yeah. You, you Should we should we do our... We had a, a fun, lighthearted game today. Mm-hmm. Do you want to explain it?
2: Yeah. Let's do that before we get into the, the question, the reason that we're here. So... Um, what we want to do is we want to play Heads Up. If you're not familiar, it's an app. Um, and we're going to use the Bible deck. And Edgar, you're going to give the clues. And Nick's going to try to guess what's on the phone. But you can only give clues in Spanish. Well, I'll and try. Nick's I'm level trying, of Spanish. Remember my Spanish? <laughs> How many years of Spanish do you take in high school?
0: I t- So I took three years of high school Spanish. Okay, okay. No, yeah, three years of high school Spanish. And one year of college. okay. But <laughs> so you're very proficient,
2: but that was like 20 years ago. But I, hey.
0: I can barely speak it, and I can some t- I can I can understand it better than I can.
2: Okay.
1: So speak let, let me tell you a story. You know, yeah. everybody in Mexico, they you know, uh, I'm Mexican. Probably you didn't notice, but um, I'm not from. Poland. You're watching the video. Yeah, if you're watching the video. I'm 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 i Mexican. You know, I'm I'm. I know you cannot tell by oh, my which, accent. Oh, hey, I did d- I don't know
0: if you saw. Oh, well, it's, it's my headphones are on, but I wore my Mexico hat for you. Oh, really, I I'll didn't turn, see. I'll it. Turn <laughs> oh, there right.
1: you go. Know. Well, that's like a Cancun, oh, like
0: Cancun <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> doesn't a, count. Yeah, okay. well, a, yeah, but it's a it's beach. beach yeah. It's a beachside. I Mexico, thought you have like a
1: flag of Mexico or something. No, or no but like, I mean, Mexico has
0: pretty beaches. Oh well, yeah, well, It'd be like someone wearing their yeah, California yeah, shirt for
1: yeah, but those are like States. China-made hats. <laughs> <laughs>
0: doesn't
2: it say made in China on the tag.
1: Made in China? No, well, actually, I don't know.
2: No, I, <laughs> okay, tell I your probably, story while he's looking.
1: I, I forgot my story already. What was my story? What were we talking about? You're oh you're no! Mexican. Like in Mexico, everybody yeah. goes to like uh, you know, just giving you some uh, in your, uh, on your uh, being on your corner. Like everybody goes to an English class. Like you mm-hmm. have to do, but mm-hmm. nobody speaks English. But the thing is, like they they teach you phrases, like a conversational phrases. So it's some like like that. Like everybody yeah. knows this conversation. Like. Hello, how are you? Fine, and you fine? Thanks. Right. Like you have to. Yeah.
2: Where's the? But bathroom? then you
1: come in here and nobody say that. It's like, very, very like, very formal. Everything's very formal. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's the only English, only English that you know. And so hey, hello, how are you? <laughs> what? What's the other part? So that's that's the only yeah. English like right. I, yeah. I
2: spent the first seven years of my life in the Philippines, and same thing. Everyone like half the day is in English, but I still remember in kindergarten they're trying to teach us like how you say the letters in. American or, like, in English. And the H, it was, like, matched to an animal. So every letter was matched to an animal. And we get to H. And my sweet Filipino teacher was, like, Hippopotamus. Uh, <laughs> just, just Hippopotamus. hippopotamus. <laughs> so we're all learning to pronounce this well, animal you know, we'll never encounter. The thing, right. like, hippopotamus. Uh, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I think I'm going to enjoy this game today. Here, so push that button. It feels like, like Revenge. <laughs> revenge. <laughs> and let's just, let me just remind everybody, although... Three years of high school, Spanish, one year of college.
2: It's been a while.
0: It's been You're a while. You're out of practice. And I'm, I've always been awful at it. I, know, <laughs> I didn't claim to get good grades in any of those classes. I just said I took those classes. So here we go. All right. This is the game. Placing on my forehead.
1: Listo. Tres, Words dos, uno. Three, two, one. <laughs> eh, Santo.
0: San, Santo. Uh, saint. That's a saint. Este... That's a saint. Uh, Paul. Uh, Peter.
1: No, eh, Uh, es una una cualidad de Dios. Dios. Es lo que es Dios. Uh, Days. Nada más Dios es eso.
0: Many days, saint. Uh, Uh, Nada más Dios es santo. Es Dios, God? Mamos, the name name of, oh yeah, Dios, Uh, God, the name of God. Uh, Dios es. Uh, Jesus. uh,
1: No, es lo que él es. God. It's an adjective. I'll give es
2: you please. Is that Holy Spirit? Eh, That's it. You said
1: holy. A, holy Spirit. Holy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Holy. When eh, <laughs> cuando le compartes a alguien más tu historia. Uh, history. Tu, Histori- tu
2: historia.
1: historia. Historia. The story. Yes, uh-huh. uh-huh. sí, de alguien personal. When mm. Cuando tú conoces a Jesús, ¿qué le dices? Personal story. Uh-huh. Sí, es que, uh, uh, holy Spirit. No, That's no. The uh, fancy uh,
2: word for a personal story. Uh, oh, uh, testimony. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> <Come forward. laughs> When you have to pay. Do
2: one. Uh, that was tax collector. Tax collector. But wait, but tax collector.
1: Tax collector. I do I I was thinking, how do you say IRS? IRS. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One more, one more. Three, two, one. Um, E-R-S. Uh, <laughs> el último libro de la Biblia. Último the libro. Ult- the ultimate book. The Bible. El último. El último. Ya no hay más. The final book. ¿Cuáles? Uh, Revelation. Yeah, nice. exactly. <laughs> uh, árbol. Uh, las. Uh, árbol. Uh, I don't know. Planta. Uh, oh. Plant. Sí, planta, pero que le ponían para que caminara a Jesús. He planted something. No, lo ponían para que caminara Jesús como con That's el burrito. The, the planter and the sower, Jesus. No, no. Cuando cuando caminaba Jesús por arriba. <laughs> The, the, con el burrito the, burrito.
2: Puro, <laughs> oh, oh, well, oh, yeah, puro, right? Con yeah. el burro. Uh,
1: no, no, pero uh, la, la planta con el burro, planta. burro. Yeah. The, the,
0: the, the plant and the donkey. <laughs> yes. La planta. Oh, you la... made him talk? No. <laughs> la planta, the plant talked. No. no.
1: <laughs> pero el burro sí. The, the la la planta, the, el planta, el planta, el árbol. Plant, right? Sí. Uh, <laughs> Oh, the plant, the plant.
2: Where yeah. you go Palma
0: walk, Palm. Palm Palma uh, palm, palm, the palm. Uh, palm Sunday? Yeah. But palm, palm, branches, palm the branches, palm branches. Palm branches. Burro. Well th- I thought this was I thought this was <laughs> I thought this was characters. I know.
2: I so I'm trying to I'm like the planter is <laughs> <and the> so
0: <sewer. laughs> When
2: we're done recording we should play a little bit more because that's so funny. Uh, okay. Uh, well, that was good. Not bad. You got what, four? I,
0: I, I, Two. yeah, maybe Two. <laughs> 50 I feel like I need a lot of help. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: that's so
0: funny. That's fun.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> anyway.
0: So we <laughs> should go, we should get to today's question. Cause it is a big question and we, we want to unpack this. So why does God let bad things happen to good people? And if you're a follower of Jesus, um, why this, why is this a question that you should be familiar with? And I think it's a really good question because I think this is probably a question that a lot of people have, especially a lot of people that would just claim to be almost resistant to faith. Like, I don't know that I could believe in a God that can let this bad, these bad things happen to good people, like an all-loving God. So um, let's talk about that. Let's unpack that a bit. And, Edgar, you know, maybe we can just start. Like, can, can you remember a time in your life where maybe you went through something that – not that you question – Um, God's goodness, because, you know, I know you've followed Jesus for a long time, but maybe you did. Maybe you just almost even wondered, like, God, like, why is this happening to me right now?
1: Uh, uh, Well, before I uh, tell the story, I I think there are two kind of, two situations where people ask this question. I think the first one is when they are, like you said, like they're uh, skeptical Mm -hmm. uh, about God. Skeptical is the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, oh, that's well, perfect. Because in Spanish is a,
0: a skeptical, but so. well, yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. One. <laughs> All right, it's skeptical. skeptical. Okay. okay,
1: so when you're skeptical about God, you know if God exists, why he let bad things happen to good people? And I think the the other the, the other person or the other situation when people ask those questions is when they are going through something very hard, right? And say why God is allowing me to go through this, right? Right. I think I think. And both have the same, I think, wrong idea about God, like wrong idea, uh, idea about his goodness. Um, but I, I, you, I, I, once I hear, I think it was from Mike Bolin uh, that I hear that in like one uh, study that he read it, is that in every life you're going to experience like seven crises or seven bad things in your life and like, hmm. during the course of your life so so bad things are gonna happen to you it doesn't matter what so uh, and and I think it's you know for me I, I can tell a story and then i can i can i can jump into the theology if you want of it but
0: well maybe jump into the theology and then okay yeah because, because,
1: because uh, i think the they i i think our perspective of pain is different than the than god's perspective of pain right yeah I think uh God, you know, pain is there. Pain pain happens and mm-hmm. it's a consequence. Uh one of the promises you know of heaven is like we're not gonna suffer any pain. Right. So so pain is a consequence of sin. So uh I think uh when pain happened is because uh it could be because somebody else has sinned against you, or because you sinned, so you did something, and then sin catch you, or because nothing of those things happened. Mm-hmm. Like there is no explanation, right? Uh, for instance, we have the first book that was written in the Bible It was the book of Job, where right. he loses everything, mm-hmm. but he didn't do anything. He was he was a good guy. Mm-hmm. He was actually worshiping God, and 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 it was a test mm-hmm. for for his. Loyalty, right? So uh, that gives us... And uh, one thing that it always amazed me is that this was the first book talking about God, like his goodness, like how good he was. Right, right. Talking about how bad the guy was. So it was more about, you know, how Job was reacting to everything that was happening around him. Right. More than doubting that God is good. Mm. So I think, uh, you know... if you think that being with God it's it's an absence of pain, it's it's a reality but not yet. Right. Right? It's but in here Jesus said that we're gonna go through many difficulties in life. But the difference is like you can go through those difficulties by yourself or you can go with God's yeah. in your side. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's a big difference. And 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 uh bad things happen to everybody, you know, and, and, you know, I, I wish I could say, you know, yeah, nothing's going to happen to you. Life is going to be great all the times, you know, it's not true. You know, it's, it's, it's it's, at some point you're going to go came across something, either you provoked it or not, eh, that it's, 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 it's chaos. It's, you don't know why you're there. Right. So, so just, you know, I think, I think, uh, I think it's a misconception of, of, God a misconception of goodness if we you know if you see the bible and 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 you you know he was so in love with us that he was willing to sacrifice Jesus in the cross, which is like a an idea like it's blowing uh, you know blows your mind like how much can you love somebody to give your son right but uh, at the same time you know pain was involved and Jesus not wanting to go to the cross and going to that, right. but it was the will of God. So what right. so, so he was willing to sacrifice one for the good of everybody else. Yeah. So obviously, you know, Jesus raised again and everything. But I think I think God uses pain to to change us. God uses pain to 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 draw us to him, mm-hmm. to to correct us. Yeah. I think I think pain it's a, it's it's uh it's a good thing. When you know we're talking about uh things that hurt in life, right? but God used that to to draw us to to him mm-hmm. yeah and and I think we we just need to you know accept that like we, because you can accept it or not, you're going to go through pain in life, and right. you can go alone or you can go with God. so one of the things like for instance, with me talking about my experience, one of the probably the hardest experience, you know, I was here at Central two years. Into the role. And then uh, uh, one day, you know, I was here in a meeting and Mardia called me. She was, we're leaving an apartment. She said, Hey, uh, we have uh, two homeland securities knocking at the door in our apartment. They're looking for you. I said, Okay. So just give them a phone. So I talked to them, and say, Hey, uh, where are you at Galita? Yeah. Where are you? I'm here at the church. Well, we need to talk to you. I said, Well, you can come to church. You know, it's, so I received them here in an office. So what happened is like they informed me that uh, somebody in 2006, while well, I was in, in doing tours, made a made a, a fraud on my name for a million dollars over a million dollars. <gasps> but they they signed with my name. They show my 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 picture, my IDs. Everything was in file, like correct. And they they uh, uh, they fortify. 45-
2: uh-huh my they forged sin- your signature forged my signature yeah.
1: oh, it wow. looks exactly the same and they, they used your photo they used my IDs and everything what Well, but so they were I was being indicted for for a fraud I didn't have anything to do so I didn't know what thing I thought okay well I didn't do anything I, so I had to go it wasn't Phoenix so I had to go to Phoenix and be back and forth but then you know I presented to with the court and the judge said well uh you need to prove now that you're not guilty. You need to prove it. And if you cannot prove it, it's going to be 30 years, and you have to pay a million dollars. And I was like, what? I didn't do anything. Like, how can?" So I <laughs> no. thought it was like that simple. But then the other thing, like the guy who did the, the fraud, he was a pastor.
2: Oh, so no. So I went to
1: preach to his church, <gasps> and then he asked me for an ID. No. Because... You know the legal thing, and right, they're gonna right. give an offering. Is so I need your ID? They give them the oh ID. So it was a friend of mine. I support no. him with you know with, when we were traveling. and oh, sent him no. money. So, so then you know they 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 check me in in, in jail. Like uh, you
2: had to go to jail. Got,
1: so they have like a jail there, like a court jail. Okay. So I was uh, so we went to the court, and I was thinking, oh you know, God, you know, what am I doing here? I didn't do anything. So I was I couldn't believe it, and I have Miley. She was my 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 oldest, my youngest kid, and I have my other one, Demi. And then I was, so I when I walk into the 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 when they take my mug shot and everything. <laughs> so when I walk into it, I I was like, you know, what am I doing here? So it was like a cell, like white cells. Like have you seen those movies where like they have crazy people inside, like sure. white everything, and then they have the toilet like the. Uh, that
2: everybody shares like yeah. yeah so
1: all the all the the cells the were like that but they were like empty so but we walked through that and I was like why am I doing so they they put me in with a couple of people the other people they were in, in in indicted to for the same the same uh, fraud Man, they oh, wow. were part of the fraud so i was and all that all that time I was thinking, okay what am I doing here? What am I doing here? you know it's I didn't do anything what oh. am I doing' That's scary so they took me the picture they were we were there like now where they asked me a couple of questions my fingerprints, everything and we were walking back you know out, so we were walking it was like a, imagine like a big white hole with all the cells uh-huh. empty, and then the the guard was in front I wasn't at the end and then he hit the one one door he hit like." Bow, bow, bow. And then it was weird, but it was like a couple of meters from. So when I walk, I and in the inside the jail, it yeah. was the pastor in in orange.
2: Oh, I just and
1: I, and my 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 blood just dropped. No, like you no. just put it together while like, you walking like, by, you're walking like, by. You like, he like he's already it out. in, he, uh. Uh, and, but I didn't do anything. Yeah. So so it was it was chaos from there. So in, in the next the following six months, I have to. Go back. So I moved from Mexico, and then I didn't know where my documents were because they were in Mexico, and then we had we had our house in Durango and another city. So we have to pick up, like, boxes. And then we were here in Vegas. We have a lot of things in storage, so we have to go through everything and find plenty. tickets. So, you know, we find all the documents and everything. But what, what happened to me is, like, I started thinking, okay, what if I cannot prove? Because I—, I I can prove that I was not there when they signed it because I have plane tickets. I mm-hmm. have the the concerts like uh, exactly the same day that I was in another city. That's good. So, but the thing that that you know uh, bring bring this fear it was that uh, it was my friend.
2: Yeah. I
1: cannot say they, because I sent him offerings. I was supporting him financially once in a while. I stay in his home. So. Oh my god. How could I say that I I was not involved? If, we were friends. Yeah. So that was a part, like, yeah. so for six months, like, and I was running the church. I started thinking, what am I going to do with the church? We just started. Uh, what am I going to do with my kids? Like, mm-hmm. it was it was bad. It was so one day I was here at church looking for some documents. It was, like, 10 in the night, and then I started feeling like I was dying. Like, I'm going to die. I, something's wrong with me. And then my heart started, like, uh, going 100 miles Hours, so I, I I text Maria. I don't feel good. I don't feel good. I text. You feel that, like
0: it was like a panic attack, or
1: so they took me to the hospital, and they we got there and say, yeah, you don't have nothing, you, you know, mm. it's, yeah, take an aspirin, you'll be fine. <laughs> That's what basically. So yeah, so Gosh. it happened like two or three times in six months. Wow. So it was very, it was very bad emotionally and mentally. uh So at the end of six months. uh at the end of six months, we were, uh, you know, I got a letter because I have to go in front of the DA and the DA wanted me to plead guilty and I was like, you got like a fight there. Like, no, I didn't do anything to prove that I did. And with the cops too, that they interviewed me and so it was, it was like, I was very like, also upset with them.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So, uh, we have to pay a lawyer like 40 some thousand dollars. Like, you didn't have so, so it was a mess. It was a mess. So, yeah. and six months later, we got a letter saying that they couldn't find anything. So, and I, I sent the back letter. Say, hey, tell them that I'm innocent. Not, yeah. not just, and say, no, no, you know what you did. They sent me back. I said, I didn't do anything. So, I asked the lawyer, who do I have to, I, I just, for nothing, I just have to pay 40 some thousand right. dollars. To you guys, who do I sue to get the money back? <laughs> well, you have to sue the federal government because they didn't do the, the job. But... The the judge the the lawyer said, I don't know if you wanna do that because Right. They don't play it right. straight. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, so gosh. Got,
1: so yeah, so so I got very like like panic attacks. I got like like fear and so th- then from there, you know, I was I never experienced a panic attack until then. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple of friends that I couldn't understand what they were going through after I, I started having it because it's nothing that you can do, you cannot control them. Right. So the only thing that I could do is like believe what the Bible says. Like that was my my therapy. Like okay, what if somebody will come in the position that I am like asking myself uh, an advice? What should I say? Well, just believe that hope and everything is gonna be better, and that God is with you. and And sorry for what happened, but God was there too. And so and and I wrote a song about it. Uh, so that was k- the team of my last album. That was the song team. Wow. Which was the name of the uh, album, just in case uh, anybody knows the- No, that's my corazon. Like, don't, don't, it says, it just says phrases the song. It's just, don't, don't faint hard. Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. what it says, don't yeah. faint. And, and it just talks about, like, you know, if somebody betray you, just forgive them. And if so wow. it, everything what the Bible says, big, big but it, I was not writing to somebody else. It was like, uh, I was writing to myself. Mm-hmm. saying, okay. Right. Even if it's hard the occasion, just clean your tears, just keep going, and yeah, that that's you know ministering to yourself. Yeah, so yeah, and that that's
0: one of the biggest probably songs that that I have right now. Oh, I love that. I yeah. I need to check that song out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was especially good. knowing like the the, story, the meaning, story. but yeah, the yeah. backstory yeah. to it, which you did. You talked about two audiences, um, which I think is great. Two two audiences for this question. There's the the skeptic. And then there's the one going through the pain yeah. and the suffering at the time, like God, why is this happening to me? You know, which, you know, I wrote down three things, um, in terms of why God uses suffering. Um, I feel like God uses suffering to show us that and and you touched on all these things, that he's with us one yeah, that he has a purpose too, but then three, that he wants us to depend on him, that he wants us to know he's there for us. Like that, that's his whole purpose and for the other audience more the the skeptic audience cuz you know you can hear unless you're really going through something you can hear like he's with us he has a purpose he he wants us to depend on him and say yeah but like w- what if i what if i don't even believe in him and i mm-hmm. i think for those that are skeptical um you know not someone going through suffering but those are that are skeptical i would more so say um you know why does God why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? Well, well, you describe good people to me. Yeah. Because although you can feel like you're a good person and you have good intentions, like the truth of it is, because of sin, because of the fall of Adam and Eve, none of us are good except for Jesus who lived a perfect life. Like none none of us are truly good. Like we've all messed up. Mm-hmm. And so, whenever I'm in these conversations, I actually like to reverse the question because I've heard it said. Rather than why do bad things happen to good people, I've heard it reversed. Why do good things happen to bad people? And when you think about that and you really break it down, like why being full of sin, which God hates, and being sinful natured, why would God still love us enough, care about us enough to not just wipe humanity out? Why would he still want to provide a way out? Why would he want to sin the only option he could send? which was Jesus, his only son, to live that perfect life, to die a death, to give us a way out of the sin. Like that, you talk about good things happening to us. That's the best thing that could happen to us. And that's what we try to tell people. And so why Why would being full of sinful nature, why would he even want to provide us a way out? That's you
1: know. Yeah, well, I, th- I think, uh, I also think like uh, when somebody says uh, skeptical about God, I think there are honest questions and there are cynic questions, right? Mm-hmm. You can be a cynic asking this question just to prove your point that like mm-hmm. God doesn't exist. So if I'm, because I'm in the middle of these discussions too. So if if uh, I encounter somebody like that, I, I don't follow up because right. there's nothing you can say to change their mind. But if somebody's asking honest questions like that, I think... Uh, I think they. I think yeah.
0: If they truly want to know, right? Like they're truly yeah.
1: So you're 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 trying to put your own morale on God, right? What is good and what is right? Right. No. Yeah. You're and, absolutely right. And the the other thing is like, uh I think there is this. It all depends on why you think the the man is like what, what you say. Like, you know, is the man basically good or basically bad? Like intrinsically good or intrinsically bad? Right. And I think I think that's I, I think that's like a starting point of your morale too.
0: Well, a hundred percent. Yeah, you got. Okay. You have to be able to recognize and see that first. Otherwise, everything's confusing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think. Uh, so wh- what are we doing? Are we good? Rolling? Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. No. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, I think, for instance, you know, if uh, and, and I think this is kind of. Uh, 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 I don't, how do you say, cosmovision? Is, is, mm-hmm. is that a word in English? Uh, like the like the belief system that you have?
0: Oh, uh, like, like more of a cosmic.
1: Like a cosmic kind of vision or, or yeah. belief. So if you believe, like, the man, because this is what I hear a lot, like people saying, like, man is instinctively good, which is contrary which... The Bible mm-hmm. teach like the men have a problem in his heart, even though he wants to be good, he <laughs> ended up messing it up. Yeah. So, uh, so I think I think it's you know I think we're trying to put God in the in in the in in, in the corner. We're trying to put him in in the in the banquillo los acusados in the, in, the, in the to judge him. Yeah, like mm-hmm. trying to trying to
0: put him. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, and and I think. I think he, you know, we we
0: cannot define more morality on our own terms. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, almost to your point, and what you're saying is like we're putting God on trial. We're yeah, putting God on that's what I understand. understand. <laughs> the stand. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah, like trying to say to uh, like you prove to us that you're good, that you're good, and why, and ultimately he doesn't need to. I mean, you can see his goodness if you understand who he is. Yeah. Um,
2: and if you just let the wall down and. Just stop being like so stubborn, or even like like uh, thinking about it so intellectually, because it's not just a brain thing; it's a heart thing. That if you try to understand things that are just behind beyond our human comprehension, you're just going to keep be- being confused by uh, it. I too. think.
1: Well, well, I think you know, uh, we we can have we can share the gospel. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. But then you know, we can in, we encounter this kind of ideas of their contrary which is it, you know I don't mind you know I actually I like to to talk about it but also you know I think ultimately it's when people get to to a reality check in their lives
2: yes because mm-hmm. that's
1: when somebody close to you die when when that's when you see like you're close to that too you don't know when but the, all those things have an impact on you like the reality more than ideas mm-hmm. more than so i i think i think uh i I remember the story of c. s. Lewis being a totally atheist and then becoming a Christian, which is so silly you know this the story is like he one day he got up and he he got into a bus he was in a bus in a street bus. And uh, he got up and he got in the bus being atheist, and he walked down out the bus being a Christian. Wow! So it was like
2: yeah, like
1: yeah. Uh, something awakening. Yeah, like an awakening.
0: a polite moment. Yeah. So
1: I think I think I think we all need that, not just yeah. people who doesn't believe in God. Mm-hmm. I think we all need like that kind of awakening in, yeah. our, in our lives. But uh, I think that's that's the. The best thing, if you, like, if you are listening to this or you're, you know, I cannot prove to you that God exists, but God can prove himself that he exists if That's you good. ask him. Just ask mm-hmm. him, hey, do you exist? Where are you? And he will show up. Yeah. That's like, I don't one. know if you saw the other day, the, the podcast, like, one of the most famous podcasts in here. He was, the guy was challenging Jesus. And the other guy say, hey, don't, don't do that. because now if Jesus exists, like, so don't, because not he will prove himself. <laughs> right. And you will not like it. <laughs> wow, so, great. and then a couple of weeks later, something happened to the guy. He came back and had, like, kind of apologized. Wow. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So I think if you're in that trend and you're listening to this, you're watching this, ask God, you know, Hey, if you're real. Just show up. Where are you? Yeah. And yeah. he will do it.
0: Well, and so to, to wrap us up, to conclude us, you know, which Edgar in, incredible incredible um, truths mm-hmm. that you're just, speaking to all of us right now, but why does God let bad things happen to good people? I think you really just have to first understand who God is, understand that we're not necessarily good people. Um, we're not necessarily, we're not in terms of like, we're full of sin, but we, it's still a good God that has wanted, he's still a good God that has wanted to give us a way out of sin and, and has done that. And he, and you can see his goodness all through that. And, It's not like he ever wanted tragedy. It's not like he ever wanted us to suffer. That wasn't his original intention in creating the world. Um, But yet we brought that upon ourselves, and he's still a good God where he wants to give us a way out of that and has given us a way out of that through Jesus. And that there will be some day that we'll be able to say that we live in a good and perfect world again with no suffering. And that's what we look forward to. And Edgar? Thank you for taking time and um, continue to unpack that more. um, And we'll unpack that more over the coming weeks. Make sure you continue to hold on to Romans 8 that tells us if God is for us, who could be against us. Remember, if you have any questions for the podcast, you can reach out to um, the 24-Hour Church team just by going to central.family. Type in, um, just chat with them and let them know that you have a question for the How to Follow Jesus, How to Follow Him Together podcast. And just let them know what that question is, and we'd love to unpack that in the coming weeks. But go check Edgar's music out, check his preachings out, um, especially Spanish. if you speak Spanish. <laughs> um,
1: hey, I, well, just you know you're watching this, you're whenever you are seeing, just share it. Share
0: this podcast with yeah. anybody. Yeah, no, exactly. Share the podcast. It, I think it really could help a lot of people in your yeah. life take next steps. And of course, Pastor Edgar is around when you see him. Thank give you. Him a high five. Thank you, guys. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank, Thank you. you.
2: Thank you.